another shitty podcast in space. This week's episode is brought to you by Moon Cheese. You ever hear of a space cow? Well, it jumped over the moon, and then, turns out it made the moon. Moon's made out of cheese. Moon Cheese. It's everywhere. Moon Cheese. This week's episode is sponsored by Space Docking. Docking and berthing of spacecraft is the joining of two space vehicles. Oh yeah. This connection can be temporary or semi-permanent, such as for space station modules. Oh yeah. Docking specifically refers to joining of two separate free-flying space vehicles. Oh yeah. Space docking. What's up with your week? What's up with your week? What's up with your week? What's going on with your week? <laughs> Trent is in spice. <laughs> hey Trent, why don't you tell me what's going on in your week? Apparently I'm in outer space. Far out, bro. Yeah, stay tuned on this episode. <laughs> We're going to be roasting some bones this episode. <laughs> oh, man. Been a, been a good week so far. Saw my buddy uh, Justin Holsey play at the Hotel Cafe. Have you been to Hotel Cafe? I've never been to the Hotel Cafe. Dude, you live in Hollywood. It's a great venue. What? I do live in Hollywood. I'm saying it. it's, it's in the <laughs> area. It's a great venue. Yeah. Great music spot. Chappelle's done a show there. Oh, which is crazy. Well, he's the man. He is the, the goat, if you will. What else happened? Oh, Dom had his 30th birthday. Happy birthday to you. Yes. Last night. That was fun. Dude, his parents, this is crazy. He was planning on his parents being here today. They showed up at the brewery. Uh, we had his birthday party there because he wanted to. Showed up at the brewery last night, surprised him a day early. And then opened a bunch of cards and stuff and gave him gifts. And they opened his last card and there was a key in there. And they're like, you should walk outside. They drove a car out from St. Louis and had a big bow on it and it gave him a car for his 30th birthday. got him birthday. a fucking car? Yeah, like a little um, Ford Escape, like a little Jeep looking thing. Oh. Like a little mini uh, SUV type car. Oh. Yeah, that was, it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I did see was there there was some sort of St. Louis Blues champagne bottle. Yeah. I don't think we mentioned Dom is from St. Louis, or did we already say that? Oh, I I guess context clues, but yeah. Yeah. He's from St. Louis. And then they also got him a, you know those little sets that you can get with like, uh, it, it was like Jack Daniels bottle, but then like custom glasses come with it. 
No. Well, you but know what I'm I mean? Like, they're little gift sets, you know, around Christmas time. They'll have, like, oh, okay. sports teams on it or whatever. Oh, yeah. Like a little box. It was that, but for the Blues um, championship. So Did it cool. have any players with, like, bubble words that say, fuck yeah? Or, uh, or fucking right. Yeah, no, no. That was. I th- did we talk about that on the pod? Before? Yeah, we did. Okay, yeah. After the Stanley Cup, they uh, <laughs> they didn't censor. Uh, NBC did not censor the guys winning the Stanley Cup, and you could just outright hearing them. Every saying, single one of them saying Gra- fuck. grabs the cup and then yeah. fuck yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> no, that happened. Saw Spider Guy finally. Spider Man. Spider Man. Um, you haven't seen it yet, have you? No. The new Spider-Man movie, uh, Far From Home. It was cool. It was a little jokey. But I think Tom Holland, right, mm-hmm. is his name? Mm-hmm. Dude, he is Peter Parker. He, In my opinion, he's the best Spider-Man. Really? He crushes it. Tobey Maguire's my Spider-Man, though. He's my childhood Spider-Man. Sure. I heard that one one time I said uh, I said Toby McGuire is my childhood Spider-Man, and somebody goes, "Yeah, if you're into thirty-year-olds pretending they're 15. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! I mean, it's a lot of acting, though. Yeah, maybe he's just a good actor, man. Yeah. <laughs> I I thought Toby did good. I think the first of his movies is great. The second one I think is good. The third one is goo because you have Topher Grace playing Venom. Yep. And there's the infamous emo dance scene with uh, Tobey Maguire. Yeah, that's rough. I think it's I think it's kind of fun. But I will say this it's about rough. my guy Topher Grace. Huge fan. Share his namesake. I love everything he does. But I will also say he doesn't really do a great job in everything he does. But I love him because we share the same last name. Yeah, he's a pretty bad actor. Whoa, bro! He's that '70s boring. show is one of the classics. And it went downhill as soon as he left. Sure. Although he's not the best on the show. Yes. But he's still a grace. <laughs> We're probably related. You would be. We behave the same. You say the same about like a convicted felon. You know, I don't. I don't know of any graces that are convicted felons. <laughs> so blindly, like root for them. I don't think. The I don't think we have it in us to be convicted felons. Okay. So. But you know, if we did, we'd probably the, be all the grace. Yeah. If we were convicted felons, we'd probably be pretty good at it. Lord. That's pretty much my week. I got, and I'm just working. Nice. Working working uh, my life away. Making nice. all the monies. What about... What, what's going on with you, dog? I worked a, a private party at this place called Avocado in um, Venice last Friday. Yeah, exactly. Wait, wait. <laughs> it's called Avocado, right? The, the name of the fucking venue is Avocado. Well, it's a, it's a clothing store. For like girl workout stuff, which was I like that part. Me too, because there was plenty of models walking yeah. around wearing the stuff. And that's great. And you and I both like butts. Mm-hmm. Um, big fan of butts. Big fan of butts. Just con- not a controversial statement. I think I think everyone likes a good old butt. Yeah. Butts, butts. I love butts. Okay, I, I think that's enough. I got it. But the name it's called uh, the name of the store. Yeah, it's called Avocado. Is that I think more? Like, is that more LA than Lacroix? Yes, but it, it's like I think it's that, like some percent of their clothes is made out of avocado plants. Not an avocado itself, but the fucking plant. I want to chuck a chair across the room. Please don't. This is my apartment's community room. So I did that party. It was cool. I got some free swag. Does that upset you as much as it upsets me that this clothing store is named Avocado? No. Okay. I, you know, sometimes you just gotta lay down and take it. LA is just gonna steamroll you. 
I'm going to let you uh, write that quote out. Sometimes you just got to lay down and take it. Hey. Said Nick Grace. Hey. <laughs> you know, what really else is there to say? <laughs> can't, can't save myself on that one. I did a lot of working. I've also been doing some writing. I've... Man, last episode for the podcast with the sharks and stuff... That was big editing. That was a big part of my week last year or last yeah. week. Wow, last week, and we've gotten some great fucking feedback on that episode. Oh hell yeah! And it's pretty cool. I don't think the corner by us could be any louder right now. Yeah, I love how we moved to uh, your apartment complex to record because mine's loud. Believe it or not, yours is louder. This also, is, this, this is nonstop. Yep, squeaky brakes, motorcycles peeling out. Fantastic. Love it. People screaming. Let's just move it on. Yep. I saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood last night. And I fucking loved it. And Brad Pitt is a god to me. Ooh. As an actor. Ooh, yeah. I love that man. Not Leo? Are you no. a fan of Leo? Not really. Oh. I think he's great. But I love Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt I, I is... Too. I think I'm more of a fan of Brad Pitt if I had to pick one. I identify with pretty much all of Brad Pitt's characters he's ever played to my real life. Okay. His acting choices in his movies, I'm just like, well, that seems like a pretty grace thing to do. I would do that. Or something along those lines. But I just really love it. It's intoxicating presence on screen, man. I'm sure there's other things... Intoxicating presence. I'm sure there's other things going on in my week, but I'm just... (laughs) Really distracted by Brad Pitt. You gotta Pitt. lay down and take it, man. <laughs> sometimes, you just gotta, sometimes you gotta lay down and take it. Oh, I got off the dating apps. Oh. I deleted them. Oh, okay. Let's uh, let's talk about that. I don't know if we want to. Yeah, let's talk really in lengthy. No, I'm kidding. I had a couple bad dates. Boring dates. Weird. One You'd say weird as well. One I would say is not suitable for this conversation. It would be Dark Pod. It would be Dark Pod, for sure. The uh, encrypted files, if you will. Yes. Um, well, I, you know, my whole thing was, I don't think anyone loves them. No one's like, oh my god. Although you found a girl that's good on there. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You know how much sifting and bullshittery and... Bullshittery? Uh-huh. And stupid dates and time and all. Dude, it's by total chance. Yeah. I'm just not willing to do that because in my, it is my opinion, and I know this is gonna um, not this. gonna be good. Yeah, we're both doing the surrender cobra right now. Whoa, he has trouble with the snap. <laughs> I know this a lot of people this is gonna piss a lot of people off, but I think a vast majority of not just the girls but the men on there too are just broken people. Oh, and there are people who are who can't get dates in real life. Oh, you're seeing it as a challenge. And so it's not, I'm not that kind of person. <laughs> I'm, maybe I'm a psychopath because I think this, but there's nothing wrong with me. So I don't need to resort to that. I, okay, well, in, in that same breath, you're saying that I'm that way and I don't feel no, that way. No, I said a vast majority. Okay, all right, cool. Um, yeah, it's, it's one of those things I feel like it's a necessary evil. Um, I know that's how the way this is the way the world works now, right? especially in major cities, yeah. major metropoli, major metropoli. But the way I look at it is, if it means that I will be 
30 or 40 or 50 when I find someone that really fucking starts my engine, as they say. I like that. Get your motor running. Because I had to meet them in real life, then then that's just the way it's got to be. Because that's, that's how I operate. I'm much better in real life. I'm not sure. cool with like meeting somebody online superficially meeting up in a fucking coffee shop or wherever and just being like, so what do you like to do? So what do you like to do? I would much rather meet somebody through friends or like add a thing that we've, that we both enjoy already. And there's already a common ground there. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I agree. And I think, I think most people prefer that natural. Yeah. You know, way of. Yeah. Well, on the flip side of that, you have, situations like you have where you almost you basically didn't even go through that the, i mean i went the, through a lot of that but this most recent one i'm saying you didn't go through all the gal. fucking bullshit tree where you meet up and you're like what do you like to do um kind of already like, like wrestling <laughs> what do you like to do music's fun you don't have to deal with all that shit well yeah it we makes me want to blow my brains out proverbially quickly, yeah. not actually <laughs> Nick had to clarify it all week. I've already had a beer this morning. Uh, <laughs> I'm on a roll. <laughs> it went swimming and everything. No, man, it just, uh, when you know, you know. Not this time. <laughs> I want to force your hand on that clip. Let me tell you something. I am God. No, it's, I think it's total random happenstance. I don't think I'm magical or, or anything. I think it's totally random and... <laughs> What? You just what? said I don't think I'm magical. I don't. <laughs> I don't think I am. Maybe, hey, maybe I, I am. I don't think, think I am. I don't think <laughs> anyone ever accused you of being magical. Hey, man. Did you just tip your hand? Are you Harry Potter? Hey, you know, specto patronum. You know what I'm saying, my dog? Expect... <laughs> I showed her. I showed her. I mean, my, I'm not magical. I don't think I, I'm. No, I don't think I'm magical. I showed her my Leviosa. Yeah. You know. <laughs> dude, this is a really long segment, but it's fun. Uh, it's our show. It doesn't matter. No, dude. I just random happenstance. It happened via dating app. I'm not like bummed about it, mm-hmm. and she's way cool. Yeah. Didn't have to force anything, mm-hmm. and similar vibe, and it's. Uh, it's moving quick, but yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm on that hand. I'm obviously glad that I used that app, but like, don't get me wrong. Like, if I never have to do that again, that would be fucking awesome. Right. <laughs> right. It's just, it doesn't make you feel good. No, it's kind of like fast food. Yeah. It's you, it's you, sustenance, but like, what is it? That's you know, great. Really? That's a great analogy. It it feels it fills. That hunger mm-hmm. and does it quickly, mm-hmm. but then when you're digesting it and it's going through your system, uh, you know, i.e., you know, going on an actual actual date and meeting in person, a lot of times it's pretty awful. Yeah, and a waste of time mm-hmm. and, and cheap. money and cheap. I mean, good for you. I was the one that kind of twisted your arm on trying them out again. I'm glad you did. Now I don't know why I don't have to do that shit. <laughs> you know. Get it out of your system. I had some dope experiences talking to some to various ladies in the past week, and in, in real life. Yeah. After two really bad dates, 
in the same week, and I was via via the internet, yeah. and I was just like, all right, done. Well, they exist; they're out there. Yeah, they're just hard to find yeah. in this city. It's true, and it is what it is. But for all the better. Yeah, so I worked on an event at a place called Avocado. <laughs> That's what's up with my week. <laughs> And now we're going to send it up to Trent, who's in space, for the weather report. This is Nick to Trent. Do you hear me up there, man? What's the weather report, man? Oh, hey, Nick. I think there's some kind of a delay, because uh, I'm so far away in outer space, man. And are you doing kind of a weird accent? I think, is that you, Nick? I'm trying to do a David Bowie accent. All right, well, I'm just trying to deliver the weather report here. Uh, I'm a professional, and I'm in outer space. It's, it's very cold up here, very dark. I hope someone sends for me soon. I, I miss my family. I've, I need to use a proper restroom. I'm just floating in a suit out here, man. Please tether me back to Earth. Please. God, please. Well, thank you, Trent, for the weather report. Nick fucking sent somebody, dude. Oh, you're serious? Yes. Oh. It's cold. Well, that's, that's the weather. But it's cold. Ladies and gentlemen, earthlings alike, other beings out there, if you're out there, Nick and I have a very special guest on the show today, our resident outer space, extraterrestrial, space technology, <laughs> space cinema, space jam, connoisseur, and I believe an honorary doctor in the field, Miss Julie Opala. <laughs> Thank you very much. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. It's great to be here. <laughs> so so, probably our most polite guest so far. Oh, well, you introduced me as a doctor. So that's Honorary doctor. Honorary. Oh, well. Okay. Yeah, so what do you want to dig into first? Oh, man. So we were talking before this conversation. We literally just picked up Julie from LAX, from the airport, from Orlando, Florida. Yes. She's back in L.A., so we wanted to have her on the pod. Immediately after this pod, Julie and myself are going to go get space tattoos. <laughs> space tattoos, yeah. <laughs> Getting our little astronaut helmet. Yeah. That we've been talking about for, like, what, two for or three time. years? For a long time. I feel like the last, like, several visits, either you freaked out or I freaked out. Yeah. Oh, and are we the allowed money. to say that we're oh. stoned? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because we're about to talk about space, so I'm I'm stoked. Oh, but yeah. I was just like we're getting we're I heading was towards the moon. Like zipped up, like I'm walking into work or something. Oh no. Okay. This is another shitty podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's what show I'm on. I forgot what show I was on. I do so many. <laughs> Being an honorary doctor of whatever. Yeah, you of space. Of space. You were so polite, and you're like, wait, can I be stoned on this show? <laughs> can like, I be- Bitch, you are stoned. I'm eating a donut, too. You're That's stoned. What you're... So I, uh, this uh, week's episode is also, I wish, in real life, sponsored by Sidecar Donuts. Nick just had his very first sidecar. Yeah, and there was a cool experience that I had there with the cashier that was yeah. silent. Please please tell the audience. And nobody knew about it. Should I tell them? Yeah, yeah. Really sell sidecar. Unrelated to space, we went to Sidecar to get some awesome donuts. 
And there's a there was a girl in the sidecar donuts that I had talked to on the internet before. Ooh. Dating apps. Flirtatiously. Wow. And then we saw each other in real life today after we stopped wow. talking to each other. There, that would be one of those, an interesting story if there weren't a million other stories like that. Just like Rose, <laughs> <laughs> we go. Rose and Boom. Rose. <laughs> Bruce, well, Bruce, you said that you had like three of those. Well, yeah, I've, had, I've done that several times. But you said you bring it up. A couple of times. I didn't, I didn't I've, say anything. I've met a girl in real life that I've only met on a dating app and we've never been out in real life. But I see her in real life, and we both do like a deer, deer in the yeah. headlights. And there's been at least two or three times where I've been like, "Hey, I'm Trent from that dating app that you've been talking to for a long time," but we never like, "Hey, you know, went out. How's it going?" Uh, it doesn't end well. You know, would be, uh, you know, would be really. Cool. It's very awkward, and it just makes it more awkward. You know, would be really cool if we went back to talking about space. Okay, well, let's let's go back. Let's go back. Right. You're the one who fucking brought that up. Yeah, well, I'm you tired of it your already. Sponsorship okay. Can I not be tired of it already? Anyway. All right. It's the 50th anniversary of something, right? What is it? Uh, when America, of course, no other country could ever compete with America, well, landed on the moon. Oh, wow. Neil Armstrong, In- step foot. One small step. For man, he fucked up the quote. That's okay. Yeah. One giant leap. Oh. Well, the quote it was supposed to be, he was supposed to say, I don't know why they told him you have to say this when you went on the moon. They're like, the quote is, it's one small step for a man, one giant leap for mankind, which makes way more sense than yeah. what he said. But yeah. he was probably a little nervous. Yeah. You know? yeah. So you just, you Especially dropped, being in that sound letter, that sound stage, you know, dropped it. Right. right. Especially on that soundstage. With Stanley he couldn't Kubrick. hear With Stanley what Kubrick. the producer was saying in his ear. Huh? <laughs> like, What's your, well, let's talk about that for a minute. What's your opinion about the, the idea of that being a stage and the conspiracy behind that? Like the, the flags moving a certain way. Yeah. But there's no wind, you know. Oh, that's, that's just funny to me. I've never, like, watched any conspiracy yeah. stuff on it just because it's so So ridiculous. we really landed on the moon at that point? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> on the moon. What I the heard. Earth I'll is round from, and we it. landed on the yeah. moon. I'll, I'll I'm a PhD. The, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I had been told by this guy who's, like, grandfather used to work with the CIA or something. So, again, not really a good source either. <laughs> there's no such thing as a good source in this. But I think it's a fun idea is that all the footage that we've seen, that shit's not real. But we did actually land on the moon. And what they what they had done is they, oh, did, interesting. they did do the whole soundstage thing and they, they faked a moon landing because they wanted to have evidence just in case. What interesting. They, what they didn't know was that they figured, they figured they would just show it on TV and then that would be it. They didn't realize that anybody could just like record that and then it would be around forever so they were just assuming that like yes we did really land on the moon but now we need like footage of it and here's the footage of it happening they didn't think that it was just gonna be taken off That's the tv totally and fabricated. Used over and over. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is incorrect all of that is incorrect I, oh but it's a, it's i forgot we're talking to a phd it's, cute. it's a cute story but yeah it, it's a cute story i do like that theory though that's pretty interesting the footage that's, is fake but we really landed mm-hmm Apparently it's false. I well, the reason we I've heard that I've heard that before too, and the reason being essentially just as a dick swinging contest with the Russians. Like we right. have to, we have to be right. the first, and that was like to prove it, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, right. Because we all but knew that was, it, it was but, going on for years. Yeah. though. they were mm-hmm. th- that was going on for forever. We've uh, even like in Stranger Things, the Russians are the bad guys. I mean, they're spoilers. The Russians, spo- spoilers, like. 
the Russians are always the bad guys, you know? Yeah. And if the Russians don't believe that, they can all go straight to hell. I mean, Rocky Four, right? <laughs> I mean, Rocky Four, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> well, I was talking about, okay, so leading up to, okay, we're going, all right, Apollo, let's talk about the Russians here. Let's really, let's really get into Go for this. it. Okay. So, you don't have to intro yourself. All right. <laughs> well, okay, so I was telling you about Apollo 8. So that was the first time that we went to the moon. Okay, and we just circled around. We didn't stop. We didn't land. We just, you know. Said what's up to the moon. We just said what's up to the moon. More of a drive-by. More of a yeah. drive-by, you know, check if there's any homies on, you know, yeah. the moon surface. Like there were none. In a menacing way. In, in a way. menacing way. <laughs> like, yeah. And so we, we pulled out, and then we went back to Earth, and that was it. But when this was going on, obviously we were, like, us and Russia were, like, dead tied and actually russia was you know they were about to they had the whole sputnik thing right well yeah but that was way before but this is coming like that was in the 50s like they screwed us on sputnik and then like the first spacewalk all that shit like they were winning at everything but then we were like inching up and it all came down to apollo 8 like who was gonna send something around the moon first like men around the moon first mm. and then so they sent like some satellite whatever but then they were going to they had a window to launch sorry they had a window to launch um their cosmonauts up there and they didn't it the window passed, passed. the window passed they so failed oh, shit. they failed <laughs> so then we went up okay so when all this planning was going on and like so it was gym level it was Bill Anders and it was this guy Frank Borman and they. Oh, I know were, Frank. You know Frank? Yeah. Yeah. There's a good story about Frank and Apollo Eight. So they were all so they were going and they were off to the moon and they're like, well, we don't even know if we could really bring you back. The technology was like they were just oh, shit. figuring it this out. This is gonna be a one way ticket. This could be a one way ticket to you. Could be indefinitely like in the moon's orbit forever. They're like, fuck. Like they like literally had a fifty. 50 chance minion but frank borman was so he was like he didn't give a shit about the moon or about space travel or anything he was just like let's beat the fucking russians we're going we're going we're going that's the next guy right there okay i know he was just like these fucking and then like and anyway so they go and frank borman unfortunate for him he got really bad diarrhea on the way up, like terrible, like he coming out from both ends. These are like uh, oh. historic accounts. It ain't a meteor. Yeah, it is. It came out of the sky. Well, I'm sure it did, but it ain't no meteor. It's a big old frozen chunk of shit. Uh, so, like, the worst thing oh, that shit. happened on Apollo Eight. Was and then it just like floats it. everywhere. Yeah, it floated everywhere. They did not have enough bags. Oh, oh my god! It was floating the whole time. What did they have to do? Kind yeah. of like trap it in a corner of a of the space. No, Spaceship. it was floating around the whole time. They didn't have like oh. enough stuff to like. Cause, okay, so like he was pigging out beforehand, and the other guy Anders was like, he asked the doctor, "Can I have a low fiber diet because we're gonna be up there for like six, seven days, whatever? I don't want to shit, you know." Like, yeah. and then fucking Borman was like a bigger guy, and he was just went uh, steak and eggs, blah, blah. and then wow. and then they were the first men to to launch in the Saturn V rocket. They had just done test runs before, so. Everything that, you know, they thought they knew about the Saturn V rocket and how powerful it was, wasn't shit. They were just like, Pah! 
<laughs> you know, like, fucking, <laughs> like their fucking face was melted <laughs> to their their face back was the melted to their to the back of the fucking ship. Yeah, Ooh. and then they got up there and it was just like diarrhea city. Oh my so god! That's when the guy like nuts. pulled open the hatch, he like literally like. Like put stuck his head in and then like stuck his head out and the guys were like, What is something wrong? No, you guys fucking smell. Like that's why Yeah. But anyway, so the fucking Russians Wow. We were um so we went off and we came back and that was it. And then it was still the race on who was gonna, you know, land on the moon and then obviously we got up there um not on nine and not on ten, but on eleven. And then Neil Armstrong. Who I don't know if he's like one of the more liked astronauts. I think he was kind of bland. I think he's, he's boring. A, he's, I boring. mean, he's the most famous, I would say, right? He is the most famous because yeah. he stepped on the moon. He drove a really boring car, according to uh, the Grand Tour. I don't know. It was like all a the astronauts car. were supposed to drive Corvettes. Right. They all got a Corvette. Wait, why is that? They all got free Corvettes. Oh, really? Yeah. What did he drive? Some fucking rinky-dink little tiny car. Tiny-ass car. Really? Yeah. Stupid. What Who's idiot? cooler, we Neil or, Bud, or Buzz? As far Buzz. as like who you'd want to hang out with, yeah. probably Buzz. His name's Buzz. Buzz. To infinity and beyond. That's a dope name. He's in those yeah. commercials. Right? But you gotta yeah. think like all those astronauts, especially back then, weren't so much scientists as they were just like pilots and, yeah, just, test pilots. and like crazy guys. Yeah. They were had to be a little bit smart, but like now it's all scientists. Mm-hmm. But back then it was just maniacs who are ready to who go wants up to into die? space. Mm-hmm. Right. Who wants to die for your country? So they all like fast cars and. Fast right. planes. Well, they had to be swimming. like engineers. They swimming. had, you know, no engineering and all yeah. that shit too. But yeah, and they were all like top of their class, like you know, Navy or whatever the fuck. But Jim Lovell, played by Tom Hanks in Apollo thirteen. That's oh. what I imagine like the real Jim Lovell is. He was like the likable guy. He should have been the guy who walked on the moon, not Neil. Instead of Neil. Yeah, but I mean, he really got the short end of the stick because he was on Apollo 8 which was circling and then Apollo 13 where shit was blowing up isn't there a story about how they decided who got to walk on the moon and who didn't I'm sure because Buzz and Neil both hit the moon right but the one guy had to stay in the yeah he had to stay in the thing bro that would suck yeah to get all the way there and not be allowed off yeah. It's like winning the and Super Bowl, then, but you don't get a ring. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, you can't prove it. You don't get to raise a trophy. Yeah. <sighs> and what if they don't come back? And you were in the fucking spaceship the whole time. Yeah. The mentality behind those those uh, those men back then, to be willing to, like you were talking about with Apollo 8 and how they, was like, they weren't sure if they were going to come back. Mm-hmm. All these guys were cool with it. They weren't astronauts because... They were forced to be astronauts. They were like, they were fuck it, dude. We might make it. And if we don't, that's all right. We almost made it. And all their wives had to be cool with it, too. Yeah. Like, oh. All right, well, enough historic talk. Let's get into some, like, weird shit. <laughs> <laughs> Aliens. Well, yeah. Aliens. First of all. Who built the pyramids? Well, the aliens. First of all, yes or no? What? Are there do, aliens? Do you believe? Yeah, of course. Very confident. What do they look like? Second question. Oh, who knows? Who knows? They could just be blobs. Yeah. We were talking about that. He's like, he's like, I might Nick before. I love that statement because you could say they could just be, and then insert anything. (laughs) (laughs) But it just could be like this. uh, Donuts rolling. They could be fucking donuts. We 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 all picture it because of sci-fi, and because of the found footage from back in the day, that you know, big head, big eyes. Green or gray. Two legs, two arms. Like, 
but for, every, our, for our little human minds to compute. But everyone who has quote-unquote been abducted, they say that it's a gray figure. Everyone? Everyone. Every single one. That's but a stat. I woke up in a dirty metal dome and uh, 40 little gray aliens watched me pee in a steel bowl. <laughs> when they took the bowl, walked out. Interesting. Were these beings also bathed in light? Uh, no, no. They were uh, gray with big fat eyes, little mouths. They just uh, stared while I peed. <laughs> I don't think I was dealing with the top brass. What do you think they look like? Well, what if it's something like... <clears throat> You've heard of sleep paralysis, right? That I, I experienced that, or I have, you know, uh, sleep paralysis. Yeah. So they made a they made a documentary about it on Netflix, but they they presented it like a horror movie. So it's called The Nightmare. Um, but essentially, sleep paralysis, right? You're numb, you can't move. You're in between REM and consciousness, and so you're numb. You can't move. You feel an intense pressure on your chest. In, like you're paralyzed, right? And you hallucinate a dark figure. Um, and the stories of this yeah. uh, accounts are all very similar. Um, they, the figure changes from time to time. Like I've hallucinated a woman over me, a dark figure in the corner. I've hallucinated a dog over me. Uh, but mostly it's usually like a dark figure. So m my point to bring this up, what if these aliens accounts are, you know, Yes, could be an abduction, could be some kind of thing like that, like essentially toying with us, or it could be something... Some form of that. Sleep paralysis yeah. or some weird subconscious thing. Yeah, I don't think... The point is, is I don't think we've found aliens yet. Yeah. I don't think we have any clue of where they are or who they are yeah. or what, yeah, what they are. They, they're so far away. Yeah. They're, you know, a billion years ago. I don't know. They're so far away. Distance between space and time. <laughs> Nick's just so, just so, just just so our listeners know what's going on. Uh, Nick has been staring at me with a blank stare pretty much this entire episode so far. True. What? Dude, we're getting out there. Yeah, yeah literally. Yeah, we are. Well, are okay. So speed equals different. Different. Um. um yeah, you're right. PhD in you're space. Right. Different hypothesis, right? We're in a simulation, right? Mm -hmm. Aliens control us. Or they're like a god figure and we're just ants. Mm -hmm. You've heard that, I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think we're just uh, among the stars. I think there's what I like to believe. Um, and this is all, you know, <laughs> no fact on this or anything. But that we're living our own planet, our own existent solar system, Right. And there is some of this happening other places. Do you ever think about um, other dimensions? Like there's us sitting around doing a podcast at another time, another dimension. Mm -hmm. another, yeah. And infinite yeah. possibilities and yeah. everything. Yeah. But one of the things that I struggle the most with is, and this is because I have a tiny little human brain and everything I know is based off of shit that I know here on Earth. Right. But it seems to me that if, that no matter how big space <laughs> is, <laughs> doesn't it have to be in, contained in something, something has to kind of like be holding it, like a yeah. snow globe, or like where, or because then otherwise doesn't it doesn't it kind of like not exist if there's nothing, or is if it it's not resting loop. in or on something, or is but it then what loop? is that loop no. inside of? Nothing. It's so, but then that means that none of this is real then because it's not tangible. If, it's, if that whole thing, 
if there's nothing tangible about well there's nothing tangible about that space to like be enclosed in something you're saying it can't just go forever and ever right it can't it has given my small right right, my small brain it would be like okay well it's inside of a ball well you're imagining it you're imagining it like a road or something right or like land boundaries right like I've reached the end of California here's the ocean right well, because the thing is, if it goes infinite, whatever, you would think, well, okay, eventually it would end. But then there's the whole thing about what if it loops back around? Cool. But what is it looping through or on or inside of? Man, our listeners are going to love this one. Whoa. You know, I... <laughs> is what confuses me. Okay, so we when I'm thinking... suggest everyone smokes right. marijuana. Because if it's... Whoa. If it's, if it's <laughs> whoa. <laughs> Where's your pen at? It's right here, dude. Right Cause here. Because if, if it loops right in and around and onto nothing, I that doesn't an mean that it, it is kind of nothing, and then therefore we are nothing. Okay, so you know how like in every space I still movie... still believe in God. You know how in every space movie <laughs> you, you ever... You both believe in God. Here, put, pass me the that thing and the that thing. Yeah. In every space movie ever, whenever they're describing a wormhole, they're like... <coughs> know whatever it's been commented on so many yeah. times we're like okay you want to go from here to here and, you, and then you fold the paper and then yeah. you know whatever it's like well that's what you're saying what is this it, this is a t- now you're talking about this is a tangible thing right space is a tangible thing that you're folding and right. to get from one point to the other so like how is that how are you folding it? <laughs> how are you folding if it's yeah. nothing yeah you can't fold it right yeah, this is a tricky this it, it has to be is. something if you're folding it right yeah Unless everything just doesn't, everything's just not real. Well then, it's just, it's just <laughs> welcome to Nihilus Nick. Uh, we're all, this is all meaningless, we're all dust, just floating around in a big old thing of nothing. Dust in the wind, all we are is dust in the wind, all we are is dust in the wind. It's a big old thing just, of nothing. I just find it interesting, okay? But, but there's God. But I believe in God. <laughs> We're nothing, but there's a God. <laughs> We're nothing, but there is a God. But I do, that is, I do that is Catholicism. That. <laughs> oh man! Well, that's this is a weird another tangent. Do we have our own God, and aliens have their own God, mm. or is one God to rule them all? When I was really young, you don't I, have to whisper. When I was really young, I asked, my, <laughs> I asked my dad, "Did Jesus did Jesus die for alien sins too, or just ours? Question. Like That's you know, question. whatever." And my dad's like, "I've never thought about that question before." And he, I was just like, "Yeah," but I was just like, "Yeah," thinking, "Do we have a God? Do they have their own Jesus over?" Maybe the devil just fucks with humans, and then aliens are just fine. So and they then aliens were They just didn't fine. need to be saved, but yeah. it's us and then, that like, have does, to deal with the bad does guy. Does Jesus travel? But he wouldn't tell us. Jesus is capable of anything. No, I know, but he oh, wouldn't tell. He would say. Path. He would say to us like, "You, I am in the image of you. Mm-hmm. You know, blah blah. Or you're in the image of me. Blah blah blah. We're, you know, blah blah blah. I'm your God." But then, what if he's going over? Just as he's saying that to us, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's flying billions of light years away to an alien that looks like a blob comes as a blob and says, you're an image of me, I'm an image of you, blah, blah, blah. They're all blobs. And they're all blobs. I would imagine that Jesus is a very relatable guy, and I think the best way to be relatable is to look like the audience you're talking to. Because, you know... I'm here for blob Jesus. It's only a... 
only matters what we look like on the exterior. No, I'm not saying it only matters. <laughs> all that matters. <laughs> That's the real message of the Bible, you guys. <laughs> Ripped out of my mind. So, is there one heaven where we're all going to get together and find out that there's blobs that Jesus? Well, now gave? this isn't even an alien <laughs> talk. This is just, now just this is or, religion. Or do you think that God and Jesus segregate the the races of beings? Well, um, yeah, yeah. Aliens you know, go to one heaven. Is there a Jesus in the heaven. different dimension that is the blob? Maybe it's not our Jesus that is the blob, but but a different oh, Jesus in a different Jesus? dimension that is the blob. We'll use Rick and Morty for an example here. You know, like there's Ricks for different dimensions. Mm-hmm. You know, Rick C1, right. whatever. So what whatever. you're saying is that Rick and Morty got it right. I think, I don't know if there's different dimensions, but the thing that freaks me out about time is that it's, you know, the old adage, it's one thing you can't control or dictate, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why the idea of, oh, we're getting the time travel now, is so fascinating to me. Um, I don't know. I don't know if there's... Part of me thinks that because there hasn't been a gigantic, or at least that we know of, right? We could have had all our memories erased, like why we sleep, but maybe get reprogrammed or something. Oh, that whole thing. But there's no like, been galactic war or anything. That I think that we would have a war with an alien already, or alien race. Why? Already? It hasn't been enough time. How do you know? We've only been around for like 100,000 years. I feel like if we were to have had a galactic war by now, that would mean... I'm saying humans love war. Humans. Right, but if we were to have had a galactic war at this point, it would mean that we would be like one of the more peaceful of races, right? Because we can't even get off our fucking planet. True. So that's why I think so. Well, another they'd have just brought the party to us. They're right? probably in control of us then. We're, well, I don't we're think cage. anyone wants to cage. deal with us. We're to in be a cage honest. called Earth, dude. I, I even if aliens could see us right now or whatever, I, I really don't think anyone wants to use any resources whatsoever don't think to come and know Earth? us. You don't to, think we to have, come to Earth? There's a lot of bad shit about us, but you don't think we have anything of value. Yes, we do. But I'm just saying space is just so vast. I wouldn't want to... Waste your space gas on coming to Earth. Waste my space gas. They don't use gas, guys. <laughs> I'm using they, space gas. You don't gas. know how it's expensive gra- whatever it is. They manipulate gravity with element 115. They still got to travel for a long time. Billions of years, probably. Or just because time is all relative, them. maybe they travel not no time at all. Oh. What if they fold space and then just step across the line? Space? What did you think of that? Like, what if they made an accordion out of space? What, yeah. what did you think of that photo of the black hole? It was kind of funny. The real, the actual photo? That came out like a few months ago. Was, what, was it funny? That was funny? Oh, like everyone's like, oh my God, it's a photo of a black hole. And it was like this really blurry. <laughs> oh, yeah. like, people were making all these memes about it. Like <laughs> jokes that it was like, what, Thanos' butthole or something? Or, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I, just think it's funny. Funny. I just think was, it's funny. They Wait, make so Ant-Man go inside. Go inside. <laughs> <laughs> I've been under a rock. Well, I've seen all the memes, so I've like gathered, you know, the yeah. gist of the story. But like, can you fill me in on the Area oh, 51 stuff? Oh, so the Area 51, I don't really know why it's, why it's come back into popular. Co- Is it the Bob Lazar doc? I would almost guarantee it's because. Could, Have you watched the Bob Rogan Lazar? Rogan has a huge pull, and no one was really talking about this shit until that. Until that happened. Have you watched that documentary on Netflix? No. Oh, really? 
It's interesting. It's, a, it's interesting. It's an okay documentary. The storyteller, I could do without. Yeah. I just kind of want to hear Bob Bob Lazar talk. So he's talking about, um, what's it called? S4 or something? Oh, There's this that, other that area that's not Area 51, but it's another area where he actually saw alien spaceships, worked on them, and like, I guess, not reverse alien engineer. He, he said just like unidentified. Unidentif- he couldn't define it. Basically, what they were talking about and what he saw when he worked for the government agency or whatever is this technology that no human could have conceived mm. or created or put together. Mm. So this whole documentary is about that. And then Joe Rogan's talked about it. it recently. And so all these internet memes and internet you. things are popping back up about Area 51. And like, um, they're pretty funny. The scary thing is, though, <clears throat> I saw Joe po- post on his Instagram about people legit wanting to storm and raid area 51. Yeah. I saw And then he's like, yo, we were talking about this. Like, yo, don't do that. This is a very like, you know, well-kept government facility. It's a military base. You'll probably get shot down. Right. No, but it is, I think it's a military base. So therefore they would get highly classified military base. (laughs) Okay. Right now. Um, (laughs) I'm, I'm in the rocket already. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Um, so that's what I'm scared about. And, and I was, I'm very convinced. And I think you two as well, Nicholas are probably convinced because we, we discussed this moments ago, but I legitimately think people will get mowed down, you if know, do it. via <laughs> military grade guns. I don't think you're going to do it. Do you think people fucking, are going to do it? No, hell no. There's like conspiracy, like there's people getting real riled up about yeah, it. Yeah, but None of them are sane individuals. Just up on the in- internet. And, well, yeah. Well, yeah. And so, like, and also... <laughs> There's been a lot of crazy shit happening the past and couple a lot years. Of it's insane, easy to say stuff All these on groups the coming together. They, yeah, they can all come these together. Weird That's what niche, we've learned. Which yeah. uh, dark web groups and conspiracy theorists and crazy... But the... the, uh, the QAnon or whatever the, the fuck The similar thing that all of these online... I've empowered my group of, like, crazy nutjobs to get together thing is... Is that they're all... A bunch of pussies in real life. Wow! So come at us. Top, never never add another, girlfriends. Top, add another to shitty bottom. pod. Come at us, bro. Top to bottom, all those freaking way out there groups. Yeah, that's true. They're all a bunch of behind a computer all day. Babies. Yeah. Yeah. They, they don't got the stones. They don't have the stones to when? mess with the U.S. alien secrets although i will say this if we were to ever have i I wonder how much they let the the like head president the the president that the leader of our country know about aliens and all this shit because if we were to ever have a president that would loose lips this thing and let us know that aliens (laughs) are real wouldn't you think that not only would it have been this president but it would have happened two years ago (laughs) That's a he great been, point. There would have been a video of him eating like a Big Mac and being like, oh my God, so I saw this alien. Based on that, which that has alone a makes lot me, I feel like that's a lot of scientific of, evidence. There's a lot of <laughs> No, but seriously, that to me proves Area 51 and all the alien shit bogus. We bogus. don't got it. No, yeah, she says it's bogus. I'm yeah. saying it's bogus we don't because have it. we don't have it because. And we never had we, it? And we never had it because if we Whoa. did and they told Trump and Trump got in, he would have been like, well, yeah. Or, let me throw this 
pitch at you. They know he's so fucking stupid and so loose lips and will tweet anything at four o'clock in the morning while I'm taking a shit and about to watch Fox News um, that they're like, yo, every other president, that's fine. Even George George Bush, like Maybe. George Dub. But this guy, don't tell him anything. Maybe There's like a whole sort of section like, of intel. Don't tell him. There's a big vault on it that... You or know. maybe maybe there's some sort of like checks and balances system that we don't aren't aware of within the government where it's like if you the moment you start if Trump were to be like hey guys area 51 has and then all of a sudden just like power down he's done because also there's a there's a lot of secrets not alien related that we'd be like okay what about the JFK thing oh yeah has nobody has no president wanted to be like you know 50 years has passed guys this is this is what happened Unless that was aliens. What aliens did are really happen? controlling everything. I mean, we know it was... Second shooter. You really think it was a second shooter? It was an okay. alien. All right. Both. It was the same shooter from different spots at the same time. The magical, the magical loogie. The magical, the magical Keith, loogie. Uh, Keith Hernandez. <laughs> <laughs> Ricocheted off the hip. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, uh, damn, dude. Great to have you, Julie. Thank Back you so in LA. much. Uh, real quick, we got to talk. We're covering a lot of info right now, and a lot I love of info. it. But one of my favorite things to that I want you to discuss: greatest all-time film and TV, and we'll say space-related, alien. I'll just put a big blanket of your personal sci-fi. What is someone's if Julio Paula's <laughs> list of you want to get into space shit? You want to get into, you know, that kind of shit? This is what you should this watch is, or is, look into? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, my favorite movie of all time is Contact, 1997, starring Jodie Foster and Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. And directed by Bob Zemeckis. Ooh. Yeah. So oh. that's a... Wait, Zemeckis did Contact? Zemeckis did Contact, as well as... Wait, Back to the Future? Back to the Future. Whoa! Whoa dude, man. hell yeah. Dude, we should watch Contact Have tonight. you ever seen... You know it's a great film? We should watch film. Contact You know it's a great film? Is Ready Player One. I heard it's an even better book. I have not read the book. I heard if you're into sci-fi that... What? I've not seen the movie, but the book... Fucking sucks. Bro. Oh, it sucks. Oh, I heard okay, the book let's take it. Maybe I guess I did an audio book of, of Dude, Player One. It, it, it's fucking it is jam packed with like with just 80s yeah, but just every like, it, it's just amazing. Anyway, I wanted to. If you're Will into Wheaton that kind read of, the book, and I wanted to. It's it's I never not, had anything against Will Wheaton book, until right? that book. <laughs> yeah. Well, tell us. All right, give us back. Your I was list. trying to read Contact. From the Earth to the Moon yeah. this year. I couldn't even get through it. What is it? It's that? Jules Verne. It's like a hundred something pages. I only read fifty pages. What's the Earth to the Moon? From the Earth to the Moon, where Jules Verne was re- referenced in Back to the Future. J- Jules Verne was writing about, um, from you know, sending a, a cannon, you know, mm. launching, you know, oh, space to, cannon. Yeah, space cannon to mm. the moon, and he wrote it in 1865, which Whoa. is the year the, you know the, the Civil War ended. And this is even crazier. In the book, he was writing about how it would have to, if it was in America, um, it would have to be launched, like, under, like, talking about, like, 
longitude and latitude would have to be launched underneath like the 27th degree of longitude or whatever. So he placed it in Tampa, Florida, because at the time Tampa was actually like more of a city. Yeah. But isn't that crazy that it was just on like, you know, the other coast? Dope. 1865. Cape Canaveral, right? Cape That's, Canaveral. Yeah. yeah. Cape Canaveral. That's where all the, you know, shit launched from. Amazing. Hell yeah. So, but anyway, oh, so contact, contact is my number one. Is that one. number one? Contact is okay. number one of all time. It's amazing if you haven't uh, heard about it or whatever. You, you've got to check it out. Um, Jodie Foster's character, she believes in aliens. She believes that um, she can find a message. It's just, it's just like her life calling to just look for something in space she knows. And nobody believes in her. And she does get a message from deep, deep space, but I won't tell you anything else because Ooh, you gotta hooked. watch the movie. I'm hooked. Hooked. Uh, yeah, it's amazing. And then, um, I mean, yeah, of course, I grew up Back to the Future, all that stuff. Um, Star Wars. I love Star Wars. Um, I don't even know. Right Do you now. have any I'm more a book recommendations? I remember reading like. Uh, Brave New World in high school. I, I know I liked it, but then I tried to read like 1984. I was depressed for a month after that. You mm-hmm. don't want to read 1984. <laughs> <laughs> Fahrenheit 451. Yeah. Yeah, it's got kind of a happy ending. Well, well what do you think about the, the, the movies that came sometimes. out in the past like five years or so? In the past yeah. like five years. So I'm so. thinking like Interstellar. Oh, I'm, I'm my thinking, God. I love well, Interstellar. I'm thinking Gravity. Yeah. Arrival. I cried. Um, I, oh, so many of my friends those, hated Interstellar. Uh, thank you so much brilliant. for saying that. How did you hate Interstellar? I thought it was Interstellar. Was, I've I seen, loved it. I've seen Interstellar Me too. probably. Like, I was like in the theater. In the bookshelf? When he's, when he's oh, looking through the bookshelf? Weeping. Tears. Hunched over crying. He was in the fifth dimension. Yeah. Amazing. So out of these newer ones... What do you think? Arrival, I've seen probably like three or four times. I haven't seen Arrival yet. I see it. Amy Adams is fantastic in it. And it's just like a really cool, um, I really like just like the production design and like the, I don't know, it's just a really cool, cool set. I really Um, like the fact, the way those aliens are. This isn't really that much of a spoiler. That's fine. They're they're basically like giant octopuses. Yeah. Which I have a theory that octopuses are alien anyway. I think it. I don't think they look they, like aliens. Yeah. yeah. Well, they have different body makeups Everything. than I think every that's other the most animal. Accurate we've ever portrayal known. of what an alien would actually be like is the aliens yeah. in, in Arrival. I kind of think that I like to think that octopuses maybe were a part of like an asteroid or something that hit the planet Ooh. and now they're here. Cracked open like an egg. Do you like? Uh, what did you think of Gravity? I loved Gravity. I was I ate a bunch of edibles on my birthday one year, and I went to see Gravity in 3D, and I sat in like Whoa. the second row, and I was literally crying just because of the opening shot of the film. Is like it's all the way zoomed out, and you're just very slowly going in that one, uh, on the space on the space shuttle, and then fucking like George Clooney is just like Clooney spinning dude. spinning around, and, yeah. he, and then you hear him like talking, and I'm just like, oh man, it's it won an Oscar for sound design, right? It won pretty a, sure. a few Oscars, or it should have. Yeah. The sound design on that—I don't know if you guys remember—amazing, incredible. It's not like like it was a spectacle. Like for it, it was more of a spectacle. Yeah, and like for the time, it was just like, oh, you know, I'm saying like for the time, it was like 2013. But if, but for real, like what the technology was, I think it was just like that's what they were highlighting was you know the technology and how they could show somebody in space with you know these days. But 
interstellar, like, I mean, Nolan is just a, a master, so. I just saw a movie a couple years ago, and I can't remember what it's called, but it was, Ryan Reynolds was in it, and they were in outer space, there was a bunch of scientists out there, and there was, like, some sort of little blobby guy that they, yeah. that they caught. Yeah, life like, or something. Yeah. Yeah, it was bad. And you didn't like it? No. <laughs> I thought it was fucking intense. Yeah? Well, it was intense. When it, it landed? Just, yeah. Didn't it, like... Oh, yeah, it was really... Eat Jake Gyllenhaal or something? Yeah. Yeah. Landed and Spoilers. Spoilers. No, no one's going to watch it. No one's it. ever going to watch did it. We couldn't even see, name it accurately. Did you see uh, Passengers with Chris yeah. Pratt? And uh, yeah, of course. I wanted to go just because it was a movie in, in outer space. But yeah, I mean, I was Jennifer really Lawrence disappointed is, in that movie. Well, she's so boring. I mean, she is so fucking but she's, boring. But she's just like anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> Nick. But, uh, she, but she's normal. She's well, just like you and I thought, me. She's just, she's well, the normal. thing about that story, and I was talking to actually uh, Tihom, friend of the pod, uh, about this the other day, how they got that story totally wrong. It was this weird, uh, right at the beginning, you know, early on, you find out that he's like essentially like had her in deep sleep, you know, and, and it's like this weird stalker mm-hmm. mentality. And then like people were like talking about like women empowerment and shit. And I'm like, what are you fucking talking about? She was in deep sleep and he like kept her from. All anyone that she knew and was like awake and like stalking her essentially mm-hmm. is a stalker movie. It's damn near a horror movie. If you look at the stakes, um, we were saying how dope would it have been if the whole time the story was flipped from her, to her perspective. You don't know any of that until the very end that they're like repopulating or they're on their own or whatever the fuck. I forget. Yeah, I mean. they fucked that up big time. Right. Like it's it, it turned out to be this creepy weird thing, and where it could have been like a, I don't know, almost like a well, you could have thriller. Had, you could have had like all Fincher of the kind of ending. You could have yeah. had all that creepy Maybe weird Fincher feeling, turned it down. but you could have had it all in one second at the end of it, rather than to slowly ease into it. You know what I mean? Um, if they if they would have just put it all on essentially her face, figuring it out at the last minute of the fucking movie, everyone's stomachs would go through the fucking ground. Mm-hmm. Are you good? (laughs) I got a little more. What do you... I don't know. We've talked for 30 minutes. That's fine. (laughs) Okay. All right, take that part out. (laughs) By the way, just for all our listeners to know, Julie gave us the wrap-it-up sign. (laughs) The host of the show told us to wrap up the show that we're having her on, uh, inviting her on on to our show. She's telling us... To end the show. <laughs> Not yet, Julie. That was an only talked, child thing. We, we, haven't talked, we haven't talked Aliens 1 or 2. Okay. Um, I haven't seen... Actually, I haven't seen either in a, in a long time. A very long time. All right. Next subject yeah. then. Space Odyssey. Oh, yeah. Yeah, especially college. I remember watching that a lot. Uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Close Encounters. Oh! Excellent movie. I saw that as a real little kid. And it's kind of freaky. Rich, Richard Dreyfuss? Um, it's no. a Spielberg. Well, yes, I think. No, maybe. he's not in it. Who's in it? I never saw I'm gonna it. Listen the to this Spielberg after movie. Like, oh, I ET! Holy shit! Fucking ET! ET phone home. And what's a classic? ET's great. Space Jam. Oh, that doesn't Dude, I'm high now because I'm fucking. That's why you wanted to end it. I'm fucking high now. They know I'm not a real doctor. Um, I'm not a real doctor. I'm not a real doctor. Um, 
Most importantly, out of any cinema or television about aliens, Third Rock from the Sun. What? Third Rock from the Sun. That's best thing. Say, I was going to say Independence Day. Best thing of all time. Is that the worst buildup to no. Third Rock from the Sun? That's the best, dude. Did you even watch that show growing up? I tried. French Stewart? Are you kidding me? Comedy gold. John Lithgow? Are you kidding me? I always think of John Lithgow as the killer. (laughs) As the killer in Dexter season four. Oh, Oh, yeah. I mean, he's been in so many things, but he was was really great. um, I was thinking uh, Cliffhanger. Oh, Cliffhanger. There you go. I was thinking Winston Churchill. I oh, was thinking I think you about were going to say Independence Day. Ooh, that's remember Independence great Day? One. Welcome In to the Earth. Duh. Remember he hit Independence Day? In yeah. What duh, about Independence Day? What about Independence Day Two? No. Did anybody garbage. see that? No. Garbage. No, garbage. No, I did. I actually went. And you did? It's like the one. Like I, maybe two or three movies in my life I've like walked out of. That would be one. That was one. Yeah. Fuck. What was? Oh, the one that I walked out of. Speaking of space, is the uh, the fuck was it? So I think Baz Luhrmann did it. It, was, it came out like a year ago. I was with you. Was it you and Remember me? Remember we snuck into that theater? Yeah. Oh, we, wait We a saw Wonder Woman and then we went to see, uh, it started with an A. It was terrible. Yeah. Dane DeHaan and, and, uh, Cara Delevingne. Oh, yes. I knew you were going to say, here, I, I saw, yes, I wanted to walk out of that oh, as well. And it was we so We watched maybe the first 10 minutes and. Oh my god. We snuck it into it. It was called we were like, this Now shit we can't even think of it. We got it free. You got to look it up. It was awful. Look that up. Can you look it up? No. It was it sounded like a it's disease. Not, maybe not that important. It was like it's a maybe weird, not that weird, important. Yeah. The <laughs> first 10 terrible. minutes were awful. Terrible. Well, let's end on a high note, Julie. Okay. If you could right now at this point I love in time, that you said ended on a high note. Yes. <laughs> Great. If joke. you could communicate right now with other life forms, extraterrestrials, outside of Earth. What would you say to them right now in this moment? I dare you to come find us. I mean, come on. Like, if you're out there, you got to fucking show up. Show up. So your message is basically, come at me, bro. Come at me, bro. Because <laughs> I want him to hear it. I want me. I want him to hear it and be like, oh, she trying me? Yeah, I'm trying you. Fucking like, get over here. We want to see you. We want to meet you. <laughs> Trent, what would you say to We might have right our now? guns drawn, whatever. Uh, first of all, I would say, we come in peace. <laughs> Jesus, Julie's over here trying to be the drunk guy at the end of last call, starting a fight with anyone in the bar. No, see, first of all... I, I, we come in peace. Second of all, dude, do you have space weed? Do you have space beer? Let's hang out. Do you have space pizza? That's what I would want to do. I would want to chill. Be like, this is a Nintendo 64. Yes, you have to use your human hands to play it. Yes, Gold, <laughs> GoldenEye is the best game ever. Advantage Slappers only. And so we eat pizza. We smoke. We drink beer. Hang out. Chill Zone USA right here with aliens. Nick, what would you say? I would say we challenge you to a basketball game. And that would be it. And winner gets? Winner gets the other one. is slaves, I guess. <laughs> 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 we're keeping it to the storyline of Space Jam. I was just trying to get their attention, you know, for, to make them tra- remember, because it's a long distance, mm. to make them want to do the travel. Oh, yeah, let's just get stoned with Trent Bruce. Yeah, I really want to travel 10 million billion miles. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that would be dope. It you would be dope. Yeah, no, I, I would. No, I would. I'm just 
like get them to come to us. Like we gotta, we gotta entice we would them. Sh- well, of and course, I'm trying we, to. We'd show them like the seven the wonders on. of the world and all this shit and Don't wine and dine them. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But then you like gotta come chill. You know, if you want to experience like. Well, that's what we should do. What a twenty something, thirty something year old American does. Why doesn't the world come up with like come chill, Basically, a travel video of the world and send that out into oh, deep space yeah. like Voyager has you know the gold yes. record album with all our like sounds and music from all over the world I did not know that what it's interesting yeah I thought you were gonna say Carl the Wu-Tang Sagan. album yeah Carl Sagan was in on this plan of Voyager 1 and 2 were sent out just wow. like indefinitely going out to space they put this gold record on it with kind of like instructions you know like basically just like little symbols or whatever and how to play it and then like our position in the galaxy based on like other stars and shit and there's over like 200 or 300 i don't know um like songs or just like sounds of like nature or people saying hello in different languages and then there's i mean people from all sorts of field, like experts in all sorts of fields, especially like music and everything, came together and they were like, okay, these are the songs that like define us as you know the, the world. Race. I would love to know. So what they songs wanted they to. You can you can look it up, but um, the one. This is so cool. So this is from night the early 1970s, and so obviously you know everything, you know after that was screwed. We don't have NWA out there, but so the aliens chance. will never know about NWA. There's a chance that Zeppelin may have made it down there. No, okay, so oh. there was a rock, there, they decided on a rock and roll song because rock and roll is iconic, so mm-hmm. it's, you know, but it was only like 1971, I think at this time, mm-hmm. you know, or 73, I don't know, but um, everybody decided that Johnny Be Good would be the song. Oh! I'm actually yeah. very excited about that. That's like yeah. Chuck Berry, yeah. Johnny Be Good. So once again... That's the national anthem of guitar players. Yeah, and Back to the Future. Yes, of course. Yes, of course. Yeah. Well, Julie, thank you very much for being on this week's episode. Uh, our pleasure, from one earthling to another. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. You, you, you came and you left in peace. I did. I love you guys. Peace. 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 Peace out, aliens. Peace among worlds. Now then, eager young space cadet. Here is the course we shall pursue to find Planet X. Starting from where we are, we go 33,600 turbo miles due up. Then west in an astro arc deviation to here. Then following the great circle, seven radio lubes south by down east. By astro astrobo to here, here, and here. Then by space navigo compass to here, here, and then to here, and here. By 13 point stratocumulus bearing four million light years and thus to our destination. Now, do you know how to reach Planet X? Oh, sure. Well, I wish you'd explain it to me sometime, Buster. And now it's time for This Week in Wrestling with Mr. Trent Bruce. Thank you, Nick. Um, This week in wrestling, uh, we just got word um, one of wrestling's legends passed away. He was was older, 76 years old. Harley Race was his name. Um, He came up to the likes of, like, Ric Flair, that era. 
and was really big in the Midwest and in the South. In the 80s, probably? Mm -hmm. 70s, 80s. Um, he was the NWA World Heavyweight Champion, which eventually that company turned into WCW. He's from Missouri, originally, a Missouri native. He did have a wrestling school there, I'm pretty sure. But he was one of those old school type wrestlers, like like a very like, like when you think old timey wrestler, like very tough, just a rough around the edges kind of brute kind of guy. Mm -hmm. a very yeah, just a tough competitor, and like almost like you look at almost like a older generation. You know when you see people like our grandparents, like like farm strength mm -hmm. kind of guy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, looks like a strong man. Yeah, 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 yeah. He paved the road for a lot of folks, and and was again. Just a real tough competitor. Took it really seriously and has held several world championships and been in. Definitely is in the WWE Hall of Fame. Probably, I'm sure, he's in other wrestling Hall of Fames. But yeah, that was the big one. He passed away today and, you know, just reminds me of a lot of those folks from that era, even earlier. You know, it's just a, it's a pretty rough business to be in because of what you're putting your body through. I'm actually a little bit um, relieved that he made it to be 76 because I know that so many of these deaths lately have been like that's a well, yeah. that's a good life. Yeah, that's a long life, yeah. Exactly. I mean the when we're hearing people in their 40s and 50s passing away because of different things, CT and suicides yeah. or heart attacks, <clears throat> some crazy shit. I I mean I I totally get you on that. It's just, you know, um it's always sad. Time moves on and can't control that, but um yeah, we're seeing a lot of people from that era passing on. SummerSlam is not this weekend, but next weekend. And that card is filling in. Kind of interesting update. Charlotte Flair. The is, wife? Is, uh, not my, my queen, not my wife. Oh. Is fighting <laughs> Trish still Stratus. Trish Stratus was big when I was a kid. Please tell and me she, her nickname is the Stratosphere. Her move is Stratisfaction. Oh. Stratisfaction. There's probably some kind of move that she had Yeah. Oh, she was. Um, was. Is. Still is. Oh. Yeah. She's kept in shape. Um, but the weird thing is she showed up on SmackDown and Charlotte interrupted her and challenged her to a match at Wrestle... Or, sorry, SummerSlam. Kind of interesting move there. It'll be fun to watch, but it's also like when some older wrestler or someone that was popular... 10, 15, 20 years ago, it comes back, you're like, it scratches that nos like nostalgic itch, but also you're like, eh, right? Are you ever just like, man, the writers are really reaching for something <laughs> Something. Is, there, is this kind of like the dog days of wrestling right now? Like this per current part of the season is kind of like, they're just looking for something to keep it interesting between the big things. It's interesting because WrestleMania I thought was huge this year. I actually was really happy with that as an overall pay-per-view and storytelling and lots of good payoffs and since april it's the the in wwe at least the writing or the storytelling has been kind of very eh. manila yeah and so they got like i said a while ago they got a couple old timers coming back bischoff eric bischoff and paul Heyman, that are going to be supposedly more involved behind the scenes we'll see i mean at the end of the day i'm a fan i'm going to support it i'm going to watch it it would just be nice to see more old school storytelling. Well, the fun thing that's happening now is that uh, AJ Styles got back with his buddies Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, and they all fought in Japan together. 
as the Bullet Club. They were part of the Bullet Club. And so now they're like the cool bad guys and they're back together finally. The boys are back in town. The boys are back in town. I don't know why it took WWE so long, but that they work so well together, promo-wise, comedy-wise, and, uh, and in the ring together too, uh, just because they've been doing it for so, so long. long, right? So it's cool to see that. Cool. We'll send it over to Nick for this week in basketball. Everybody get up, it's time to slam now. We got the real jam going down. Welcome to the Space Jam. Here's your chance, do your dance at the Space Jam. All right. All right. This week in basketball, there's really not a whole lot of news. The draft is over, the trades are done. The biggest news, I guess, is that nobody wants to play in the FIBA championships, but we already covered that. So the story that just came out today, I guess, that's kind of interesting, is that David Griffin, the former GM of the Cleveland Cavaliers and the current GM of the New Orleans Pelicans, who's been getting a lot of props for everything that he's done for, for the Pels this offseason, has come out and said, I guess in an interview, that he was miserable the three years he was the GM with the Cavs and and the whole building around LeBron thing. LeBron James. And how it kind of he he thought it was a awful way to go about forming a team, trying to fit a whole bunch of pieces around this one guy and living year to year. Um Don't a lot of franchises do that? It's starting to get that way. It's really <clears throat> starting to get that way. But he basically it he lost what he was saying is that he lost all the fun of the job. Because it became, well, what can we do to make LeBron happy? And then let's just do it, and hopefully it becomes a victory. So he said on record that when they won the championship over the over the Warriors that year, which LeBron had 100% to do with, he, the dude was insane that series. But he said that when they won that, he said that was the moment, the moment the buzzer blew, he was like, I can leave. I'm done. I can get out of here. That was when he knew he was just going to quit. It's just interesting because um, they won a championship. Yes, it is interesting. So it's like, I, cool, miserable, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Cool. Rich, why are you, why are you playing the guy, sport if you're not trying to win? Rich guy playing a child's game as an adult and right. getting paid a lot of money to be involved with the game of basketball. Boo hoo. Well, it, was, it seemed to be one of those things where it was. He was struggling. They were they were making a lot of moves that you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. Because <laughs> what you're looking at this is the end product. Well, that and also they won a championship. Yes, <clears throat> should they have probably walked away with a championship that year? No, it was kind of pretty. It was pretty fluky that they were able to pull it off. It I, had to do with I people get the getting hurt and of people like, getting suspended. Working around this one player, right? But also, he may go down as one of the best. He will go down as one of the best of all time. It's totally a double-edged sword. So it's like, I don't really feel a lot of sympathy for this guy. And maybe part of the fun of being a GM on a professional franchise in any sport is doing the whole building the team up, building the city up, doing the farm league system or the minor leagues, you know, the developmental or whatever, and then, you know, forming a long-lasting legacy. There's that, and there's also... the number one goal is to win a fucking championship. And he did that. They brought Cleveland how many? Two? One. Only one? Mm. LeBron won two in... In Miami. Oh, he's only won one in? Mm-hmm. So he only has three rings? Yep. 
And he's lost six of them. He's been in nine championship? He's been in nine finals? Oh, shit. For those who aren't watching, because nobody is, I'm confidently nodding, alluding to the fact that Michael is still the best. Because of what, Nick? Because he's won more championships, as many championships, as LeBron has lost. Boom. Fucking boom. That's this week in basketball. Let's go to the hip-hop desk and talk this week in hip-hop at the hip-hop desk. We are not the same, I am a Martian. And I'm hot at this, I'm a rain like Carl Thomas. Black blue, ready to aim at any target. I could get your brains for a bargain, like I bought it from Target. Hip-hop is my supermarket. Shopping cart full of fake hip-hop artists. This week in hip-hop, we're approaching what a lot of people consider to be the birthday of hip-hop, which was August 11th, 19... Fuck. Eighty-four or something, seventy-four. I don't know. It was August eleventh. That's what matters. And they, a lot of people, contribute the birth of hip hop to have been a basically a party that's loosely talked about in the show The Get Down by mm. Boz Lerman on uh, Netflix. A terrible show, but um, <laughs> it's basically a party that was emceed and DJed by a fellow by the name of DJ Cool Herc, Cool with a K. Herc with a C, short for Hercules. And I, the people just say that's the hip-hop. Okay. <laughs> the birth of hip-hop. <laughs> happy so birthday. Ha- happy birthday, hip-hop. Have you had a chance to listen Sounds to Sounds like a cool party. Um, bits and pieces, yeah, because... Uh, so long. Pun, uh, pun intended, I was fishing for some music for last week's Shark episode, and there's a song on the album called Big Fish. Yeah. And I used it. It's a good song. Um, it's 22-track... 22, so our album with some skits in there. I thought we left skits on hip hop albums in the early 2000s. I thought we left them there. I thought we were down to only doing seven song albums. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I'm. I think an album nowadays, ten to twelve. Yeah. Fifteen if they're if it's cool. If they're all bangers. But like twelve, I think you cap it at twelve. Ten to twelve. Twelve's nice. So it's twenty two songs and skits, or twenty two songs. With 20, skits 22 in tracks. Holy shit. And there's, I think, three or four of those tracks are skits. I think when you when you shoot your load on everything, it's hard to it's hard for people to be interested in the whole thing. With the whole... Drake Drake dropped that huge album, and for the most yeah, part, about, people were disinterested. Yeah, about eight or ten of those songs were good. There's the rest too were many. Fluff. Yeah. So I don't think that's the, the smartest model to do. I don't really know... I guess the inner workings of the music industry that much to know what the benefit of that is. Is, is he just trying to get more streams or what? But <clears throat> having an album that long, uh, literally everyone I talked to, they, the first thing was, even if they had heard it or not, most of them hadn't. They just go, oh, it's 22 songs. I'll get to it when I get to it. Mm-hmm. It's disheartening, and you avoid it just because of the length. We talked about this once before when we were talking about YouTube clips. Yeah, oh yeah. And about how you, if you were to post a video on YouTube that's an hour and a half long, someone's going to look at that and instantly be turned off and not going to watch it. But they will still sit there for an hour and a half and watch clips. 
Yeah. It's a psych- it's a psychological thing. Yeah. So, anywho, uh, I thought the album was okay. I mean, there's a few tracks on there I really, really like, but a lot of the tracks also sound very similar. But I- I'm a fan of his. I'll keep listening to it, you know, trying it out. Uh, I think that's all I have for hip-hop. Cool, because the choppers are here. We got to leave. After escaping the helicopter, it's time to do outros where we're going to talk about ourselves and cool shit our friends do. Sweet. I uh, loved having Julie on the episode. Yep. Um, she was in town for a few days, and uh, it was great to see her. Yeah, she lived here for a very long time and became a good friend and now lives in Florida, so we didn't get to see her as much, so that was fun to do that. She was almost my roommate one time. Oh, yeah. Holy cow. Yeah, that's right. I want to shout out guest on next week's pod, Panos Vlahos, because he just booked a commercial for some bank, and I'm blanking on the name of the bank, but he booked that commercial, and he also booked a music video with Iggy Azalea and her big ass right before that. So congrats to my boy. You guys will meet him all on the next episode. Things that also are going on in our world, my world, your world, actually. Here's something. Do we got any updates on your your premiere for your short film? Oh, cool. Um, no, not yet. Um, oh, I need to post. We have the official movie poster done. That um, a friend of my buddy that wrote the short illustrated. That's what he does. He's a professional illustrator. Uh, it turned out really good. So I need I need to post that. But we don't have a date still to be determined. You guys will all know about that when it comes out. Um, oh, shout out to my friends at Radio Silence. It's a production company. They have a Fox Searchlight movie coming out, I believe, August 21st called Ready or Not. And it's, it looks like a really intense, dark comedy, horror. Um, about hide and seek. Yeah. yeah. So my friends uh, uh, produced and directed that movie. I did not know that. Yeah, that's exciting. That's what I'm, I've been seeing their like, uh, posters all over the city. And it's pretty wild. Um, same guys that did VHS, VHS 2, and uh, Southbound. These are some like... Uh, indies. No, not indies, but like... Oh, I've never... Like smaller, um, smaller budget, but with uh, decent... They've got decent following from those movies. I think this is probably their biggest movie to date. Is it, and, and so it's Fox Searchlight, so that's why we're seeing yeah. more of it. Oh, it's very exciting, yeah. So congrats to the Radio Silence boys. And with that, thank you everybody for listening to this episode. I hope you guys got totally far out there. Maybe you partook in some sort of substance that would help you get further out there. Head to the moon, brother. We did. (laughs) Um, This has been another episode of Another Shitty Podcast. The best podcast that people don't know about yet. The best podcast that the cool people do know about yet. And Lolo Jones, I'm sorry we ran short for time, but we'd love to have you on next week. Lolo, hit us up. Man, I wish we could have got Lolo in one of these spacesuits, but we sized it wrong. Hashtag NASA problems. <laughs> massive NASA problems. Massive, <laughs> massive NASA problems. Uh, follow us on Instagram at another shitty pod. Subscribe. Uh, if you guys would like to do the show and you'd like to hear us talk about anything, please let us know. Uh, we love you and have a great rest of your week. Thanks for letting us spend some time with you. Recognize.
that the very molecules that make up your body, the atoms that construct the molecules, are traceable to the crucibles that were once the centers of high-mass stars, that exploded their chemically enriched guts into the galaxy, enriching pristine gas clouds with the chemistry of life, so that we're all connected to each other biologically, to the Earth chemically, and to the rest of the universe atomically. That's kind of cool. That makes me smile. And I actually feel quite large at the end of that. It's not that we are better than the universe. We're part of the universe. We're in the universe, and the universe is in us.